Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Special Sunday edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, not for any breaking news, but just uh, had a chance to jump on as I was looking over some different free agent options that were still on the market. And as I saw a lot of names still out there, figured it would be time to jump on and, and just chat with y'all for for a bit now I know what you're probably saying you know the bills do not have the cap space at this time to go out and really sign any free agents but as we've had conversations in the past you remember the podcast from earlier in the year with Greg Thompson from cover one uh, and you, if you're not following Greg on Twitter he does a lot of these breakdowns you've seen it at buffalorumblings.com we've also had articles there talking about what the bills can do with some contract restructures to free up some cap space. And I get it. Sometimes you hear about that and people will say, well, you're just going to become just like the saints where you get yourself in trouble with the cap and what that looks like. And listen, we know the cap will be bouncing back. We know there's already plans to have fans in attendance in the future. Um, We've seen the details, at least some of the details and the numbers of $90 billion in contracts for the NFL broadcast rights, where if you talk about some of these restructures, it's not that you're putting yourself in a position where you will be in, in trouble. And and really, the easiest restructures you can do is you can take a contract from Deion Dawkins or Stefan Diggs or Jadavius White. You can convert their base salary right for this year, convert it into a signing bonus, and then you can spread it out over the remainder of their contract. So if you look at someone like, you know, Deion Dawkins with $7.3 million base salary this year, 12.4 for Stefan Diggs, 10.4 for Tredavious White, you can probably free up almost $20 million in cap space without giving them any more money on their contract, just shifting some of those dollars around. Now, I'm not saying that's what Brandon Bean wants to do, but I am saying if it's something where if they have to, it can be done. Um, that would have been the case if they traded for a Zach Ertz, that, that, what that would have had to look like, uh, or any other name free agent that, that they might be looking to sign. Uh, there are still some contract details which have not been finalized yet either. Right, So when you look at things on Track right now, it shows that they are pretty much at the salary cap, um, but that does not include some details, um, most notably the restructure for Tyler Matakiewicz. Um, they do have the Mitchell Trubisky signing on there now. So so there's some things that are still some moving parts. Um, in addition, they show Emmanuel Sanders' contract at $5.9 million. But I think with that void year, that lowers that to somewhere around 4.6. So w- what I'm saying is the Bills can make some relatively responsible restructures without getting themselves in trouble, especially when you talk about guys like White, Diggs, and Dawkins. Three cornerstones of the franchise, not looking to go anywhere, not, you know, anyone that, you know, you look at White and Stefan Diggs, all pro performers, Deion Dawkins, how solid he has been at left tackle. I think if you're you're playing with some of those dollars, uh, there's nothing irresponsible taking place there. Now, as we are going to take a look at this list and a list that I look forward to each year, it's NFL.com's top 101 free agent list. And I like this list a lot. It comes uh, courtesy of Greg Rosenthal this year. 
um, in the past. It had also come from the late, great Chris Wessling. And in those two, it was a bit of a labor of love for them. And I'm a big fan of the Around the NFL podcast. I listen to it each time it comes out. And it would just become really this focal point for their conversation throughout free agency. And we know this year with free agency is different than any other year. The salary cap issues coming off the COVID season, um, the $182.5 million cap, teams having to cut a great number of players. From my perspective, free agency seems like it has gotten off to a little bit of a slow start. And I think some others feel the same way. Now, again, that could just be me because it's been relatively slow for for the Bills. You know, the Sanders move, Mitchell Trubisky, Matt Hawk, the punter. You know, there haven't been any splashes. I mean, really, the splashes came with the re-signings of Matt Milano, Daryl Williams, and John Feliciano to a lesser extent, right? You've got Ike Botker, and I was happy to see Levi Wallace coming back. But I think it's important to talk about some of these names that are still on the list because there are still plenty of defensive linemen available, plenty of cornerbacks available, and I don't think the Bills are done just yet. As I say it, I have no inside information on this. Brandon Bean could just be like, listen, we are just going to sit on our hands until we get closer to the draft. Maybe look at some of the unrestricted free agents that the team currently has, like a Dean Marlowe, maybe somebody like Isaiah McKenzie many of us have been pushing for. But as you start to look at this list, there are guys on this list, some names that stand out to me, and I think you really have to take a look at them to see if it's something where, not to say just can be maybe that one-year bargain type of deal, but there's going to be guys there that could be a fit, and I'm going to get into that with you just after the break. So why don't we stop right here for a minute? I'll be right back, and we got more Breaking Buffalo rumblings coming up after this. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you again. This NFL Top 101 free agent list. Let's get into it now with some of these names that are there. And and the names I'm really going to focus on with you a bit are going to be some of those defensive line prospects that the Bills could be looking at. We talk about, you know, Mario Addison, his contract restructure, maybe not in the market for a, a big contract at defensive end. But certainly you can talk about the replacement of Trent Murphy on the roster. Um, is there an opportunity to upgrade over Daryl Bam Johnson, uh, a guy that does a lot on special teams and a rotational player at defensive end? Um, what are some of those names that are out there? And let's talk about some of the names at cornerback that are also available, because I think those are ones that might be the most appealing to Bills fans. Now, a guy in this list that I can argue is uh, is probably ranked a bit higher than he should Jadavian Clowney is listed at number seven on the list at this time. Uh, you, you talk about Clowney in a lot of ways. The former number one overall pick um, has been an all pro in the past, certainly a guy in, in years past, right, when he would be talking about as an option at the trade deadline or free agent trading for him on the franchise tag was someone I would always uh, pound the table for a bit when you would think that he hadn't lived up to that potential yet. You combine that, though, with some of the injuries, um, some words just maybe about his lack of motivation at times. Uh, is it just more that he is going to be that untapped potential? Now, I think someone like Clowney, there's always a part of myself, of Bills fans that would say, yeah, but if he ends up with McDermott, if he, you know, a team with the right culture and Leslie Frazier and guys like Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison and, you know, could there be that change? 
And if the Bills went out and signed Jadavian Clowney, I would certainly not be be upset with it. But the, the thing that I'm going to compare it to, and he's at 28 years old, is another free agent that's there. And I put the poll on Twitter earlier in the weekend. If you could only sign one, would you want Jadavian Clowney or Carlos Dunlap? Carlos Dunlap approaching age 33, former Bengal, was traded to the Seahawks. Um, he was cut, and he is a free agent. 85% of the people that responded went with Carlos Dunlap. And I was a bit surprised by that, not saying that I expected it to be anywhere near a 50-50. Bills fans are pretty educated in, uh, in what they do. But, of course, Clowney is a bit more of the, the, the sexier name on the list. Um, and on this list right now, Dunlap is listed at number 34. But for that many more Bills fans, right? I mean, if all things were considered equal, when it would come to the contract, um, they were much more in favor of someone like Carlos Dunlap. Again, someone, you know, at this stage in his career, I would imagine looking to to be with a contender and another name certainly to watch as one that if he would come into Buffalo and maybe a one or two year deal, Personally, I do want to see the team get younger at the position, uh, but they can do that in the draft, right? If you think someone like a Dunlap or any of these free agents were to come in, you know, maybe they're they're taking that, call it the Trent Murphy role, and maybe you get more of a developmental edge prospect in the draft that could potentially be a replacement for Daryl Johnson or at minimum um, competition for that position and what could take place. Justin Houston is also on the list at number 28 as an edge defender. Uh, again, age 32, uh, from that standpoint, right, likely going to be a bit more of a reduced role. Another guy that fits into that same category is Melvin Ingram, also heading into his age 33 season. He is number 40 on the list, and that is a guy that you look at, again, has certainly been a terror. Injuries have taken a little bit of toll on his play, but he has been a popular name amongst Bills fans. Um, Melvin Ingram is scheduled to have a visit with the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Uh, again, so we will certainly keep an eye on that with so many moves taking place across the NFL. Those are really some of those top edge rushers, right, that that come to mind when, when you look at this list. There are guys further down the list. There are defensive tackles further down the list as you give it some consideration. And I'll put this in the article so you can see, but... You know, would the Bills look at someone like an Alden Smith? I, you know, I, I'm not sure if that would be the fit that they would be looking for. He comes in at number 76. Kerry uh, Hyder at number 97. Um, you know, you, you just look at some of these and say, okay, will the Bills take a bit of a flyer? Another one that fits into that flyer category, um, late stages in his career at number 100, Everson Griffin. Um, it looks like, at least according to, to this, right, that maybe – Age has caught up with him a, a little bit, but if the Bills wanted to bring a proven vet into the room, maybe playing a small percentage of snaps, see if he's got some juice left, that is something that would certainly stand out as well. Other position, as we had talked about, is the cornerback position. Um, and there are still names at cornerback on this list. Uh, the first one that pops up, number 35, Adoree Jackson. I'm going to read the description right here as it comes from NFL.com. While Jackson was too streaky and too injured to live up to his draft status, he has had stretches where he's performed like a top 10 cornerback. He's a welcome addition to a thin cornerback market. Um, Jackson is only at age 25, right? So you talk about living up to draft status. You talk about 
some of the injuries and, and being a bit up and down, would the chance to come into Buffalo be that cornerback too, across from Tredavious White, relieve some of that pressure um, that he has had in the years past? Other popular names that come up too that are really listed back to back here, number 47, at least back to back for what's available. 47, Malcolm Butler, and number 51, Richard Sherman. Uh, Butler at age 31, Sherman at age 33. There's a lot of speculation on Richard Sherman that came about after the interview that Brandon Bean uh, did with Sherman and Chris Collinsworth on his podcast of you know talking about free agency, what the Bills were looking to do. Uh, you know, seeming, hey, is Sherman going to be one of those guys that will take a one-year prove-it type of deal, wants a chance to win a Super Bowl? Uh, that is going to be interesting there. Um, Butler, uh, you know, again, he had that big salary with the Tennessee Titans. They cleared up over $10 million in cap space by making the cut there. Uh, again, considered a bit streaky. You know, when you talk about him, is is it, again, you know, come in similar to what we talked about with Jackson Maybe a one-year deal with the Bills, be opposite of Tredavious White, relieve some of that pressure, right, when you talk about the zone scheme that the Bills play, having someone like Micah Hyde behind you uh, certainly could stand out there. So a couple of more intriguing names. You haven't really heard the Bills linked to too much at cornerback at this time. And will the team look to add someone, again, that brings a bit of that veteran presence? Now, we talk about that veteran presence. I've been on other podcasts, talked about it. You know, you have that veteran in the room now in Tredavious White. Like, you don't need to bring in the EJ Gaines, the Kevin Johnson, the Josh Norman type. I mean, Levi Wallace can be considered a veteran right four years into his career, also. Um, but could the Bills look to bring in someone that maybe isn't that clear cut starter, uh, but could certainly be a favorite in the room at cornerback, too? Other cornerbacks on the list at number 78, Bashad Breeland of the Kansas City Chiefs, Quentin Dunbar uh, from the Seattle Seahawks, and Casey Hayward, another popular name. He's coming in at number 84. Um, you know, So, again, there are options out there if it is something that Buffalo would like to consider, if they want to upgrade, if they want to sign someone. Again, we're probably talking about a one-year deal, not something long-term to provide that competition with Levi Wallace, and, uh, and see if there's someone that's that's willing to, to make the move to Buffalo. Another name that I will throw out there that I think will be popular because for fans of the Buffalo Bills right now, there is not that kick returner and punt returner on the roster, and that's Corderell Patterson, uh, age 30. I'll read the description here. Patterson is ranked this high because he's one of the best special teams players in NFL history, not because of his efficiency as an offensive weapon, no matter how hard coaches still try. Going on record with this before, saying I would really love to see the Bills re-sign Isaiah McKenzie for him to be that gadget player. Can he be that primary kick returner and punt returner for Buffalo? Uh, certainly, I think if he was re-signed, that would likely be the option for him. But if that's not the case, and if you look to go along the lines of having someone that is a specialist, similar to when they brought in Andre Roberts, I had a feeling they might lose Roberts in free agency. He got a nice contract with the Houston Texans. Uh, that's certainly great for him. But if the Bills were going to bring in a specialist, and if they didn't want to do it with a, you know, through the draft, someone like Corderell Patterson, again at age 30, still plenty of juice left, can be dynamic as that returner for the Bills. 
Uh, and we saw that it was a critical piece that Andre Roberts played with the team during the 2020 and 2019 seasons, uh, for the most part, a sure-handed kick returner. And uh, with that said, having some juice able to get the team in great field position throughout. Are there other free agents that you're looking at? For me, I am I'm focused on cornerback and edge rusher. There could be other positions uh, that you might look at and say the Bills should be, you know, considering more depth at linebacker. Or maybe you'd want to see them address things more at defensive tackle, right? Quentin Jefferson uh, was released by the Bills, has since signed with the Raiders. You know, are you really sold on someone like Harrison Phillips or Justin Zimmer? Are you looking for the team to look to add additional depth there? Offensive line, I haven't talked about. Not a lot of, you know, offensive line options available. I would think it might be something that the Bills look to do more in the draft. I mean, they've got the five starters back from 2020. You bring back Ike Butker, solid depth there. Ryan Bates back to provide depth. Um, not a bad, you know, first seven when you talk about your offensive line. Uh, I, Based on what Brandon Bean has done in the past, I wouldn't be surprised if he looked to do add more depth at the offensive line, but not a ton of names on this list at this time, right? Would it be more guys on vet minimum type of deals that they could bring in to add some competition? Um, but, but the pickings are a little bit slim, and for some of the contracts that we've seen so far have been pretty big as it comes around with those offensive linemen. So if you do have guys that you're thinking about that could be fits for the Bills, hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time. You can hit me up in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, it's always fun to talk about free agency because it really does help fill some of those needs that the team may have and moving forward shape what the team can do in the NFL draft. And you know we'll have plenty of that coverage for you as well. So I'm going to bounce out of here for now. I appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Thanks for checking out buffalorumblings.com. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Hit that subscribe button on the YouTube page. Keep checking in at buffalorumblings.com. And as always, go Bills.